That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity. Please. Hello and welcome to another new episode of your favourite podcast and mine, That's a Shame. I'm Isaac and I'm joined as always every week, this happens, or every fortnight I guess, on our current schedule, by my dear co-host Delkin. How's it going, Delk? It's me! Yeah, and we're back. We're it's back. it's huge news, isn't it? One hundred and eleven days no since our last had... episode. Imagine that. That's <laughs> the a good 22nd number. Twenty second of November. That is mad. And what? How has the world changed for you since? since well, then? I mean, we're both a year older since then, so we're we're oh. a year wiser. Well, it, was it over a year ago? What? No, no, Do, no. Oh, but... you just mean like we're in a new year? Yeah. yeah both oh, I don't birthdays. follow those. I don't. Both our birthdays have been since then. Is yes, what I mean. I suppose so. I suppose so. And we've entered the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-two. Huge one. It's been pretty huge. Mm. It's been a strange time for the world, hasn't it? What? How do you sum it up? Maybe in a poem. Um, the time since then, yep, has not been great. Okay. Welcome to episode two hundred eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're sort of positioning us as the solution to all of that. Like this uh, is, we're putting like a capstone on all the badness. Uh, it's it's more like it's less like we're a solution, and it's more like you know our time has come. You know things have gotten that bad. Wow. They've called the Batman out of retirement again. Okay, well I don't consider myself old enough to have retired in this. But you are. You, I mean, you are getting quite old now. I'm forty five this year. It's the big <laughs> four five. It's going to be huge. We're so thrilled to be back, aren't we? I'm thrilled. I'm actually really excited to be back. Yeah, I've it's missed been a it. While. Now, which why... is an interesting thing to say about something that, like, is yeah, the optional. absence of which has been entirely <laughs> down to us. But... Why haven't you let us record since for well, 111 Well, I days? haven't let us record because you, you've you just not really been available to me. And I don't, mean, <laughs> I don't mean in terms of schedule, I just mean emotionally. How far away from me are you at this moment? Well, Mark and I were talking about this earlier. Who, um, Mark, who I've not seen since moving No, out. well, this is it. Like, <laughs> I can I can continue to call him friend and flatmate, Mark. You're yeah. only allowed to call him friend. Mark. Well, I wouldn't even go that far. Just You're... Mark. <laughs> I deleted Mark him from I my phone. Mark, I used to know. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it's weird that, like, two floors away may as well be another, like, yeah. part of London. You may as well be the other side of the river. Um, although we did see each other last weekend, which That's was That's true, nice. we did. And we went on a great cultural uh, excursion to go oh. and see... Some of, oh, your favorite, so some of your favorite some of your favorite video game soundtrack it was Cuphead and it was a very international affair it was, it a, was a very international band. affair and may I say it was a very well attended affair oh my goodness the get well the game music festival always is because <laughs> everyone's heard of it every year <laughs> and the whole thing went very smoothly no it was very good it was very good um we had a lovely time and it's just things like that that have been filling these 111 days we just keep seeing cuphead over and over <laughs> and how are and we gonna find time to record and it's always on a sunday right it's when we would so be recording annoying it's so strange and we've asked them guys will you do a different no they won't they won't do a different day they can't they, they refuse can't the game music festival it coincides with the lord yeah and exactly so some it's something he started it so would you say are the boys back in town or is that premature i think it's i think we're we're just in the right space to say that we are back in town. Okay. 
or maybe like approaching back in One, town. You no, know the scene. Mm. You know, like Act Two of a movie, right? You've been introduced to your normal characters. I call them the norm, right. the norm char, and then they need the screenwriters. They're sitting there. They're like we're losing the audience at this point. Like they've met Betsy. They've had the funny scene with the skunk and the dog who fall in love. We need to throw something new into the mix. And then it like hard cuts to a character. It's often they'll just, have like long hair. You, can, be at a you can't see them yet. It's just the road and spinning wheels. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that, or sometimes it will be like them in a, a, a madcap situation. Like they're sort of in the middle of doing something strange. Like they'll just mm. be like in a bar fight a or something. Yeah. Or robbing a bank. And the music like, and you're like, Oh, who's this? And then they have some like, they have sort of their own hero's journey thing, right? Like the call comes to them, the the call for action, the initiating, whatever it's called, the inciting incident. They'll like see a photo of someone and be like, I got to get myself back to G-Town. To me- and they come back and meet the main characters. That's how I see us at the moment. Do you agree? Yes or no? Um, so, I mean, I, I think that this episode is that is that moment. Yeah. And okay. so kind of in a way, what we're saying is that after this, like we're back in town. This is yeah. us arriving in so town. We're on, we're the boys are on route to town. Is is really where we're at, at the moment? Yeah. Which and then ne- and then like by tomorrow yeah. when we're like streaming, um, then we're firmly it, in. that's it. We're, we're firmly yeah. we've arrived. Yeah, I see that. I see that in, in the ground. And does this mean can we exclusively announce a return to Big Bad Books as well? Do you think? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Because I tell you what, Ready Player Two is the gift that keeps on giving, and by giving, I mean more chapters. It's not getting any better. Follow while it's we're not, not getting any while... more finished. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> one of the potential downsides of this format that we created for Big Bad Books is that books are really long <laughs> like they do go on <laughs> for quite some time and i'd wonder if maybe we need to start like two chapters per ep 10 like maybe the rest of the book this feels somewhat like <laughs> i don't want to call you a coward or but, oh what but, would be the cowardice here well it's just that you know you're not brave enough to approach it one at a time anymore i suppose, I suppose. you're feeling you're feeling sort of spiritually weak I've been cucked by Ernest's prose, I suppose, is one of the problems. But I think what it is is that you're just trying to, based on our conversations last weekend, run us full steam ahead into me doing <laughs> reading reading Atlas Shrugged. 2023 is, is Ayn Rand season on Big Bad Books, and guess who's doing the reading? I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I refuse. Now, we've got one hell of a show for you today, and we thought, you know, we're coming back, we better prepare a huge amount of stuff in advance you know those episodes where sometimes we've been away for like three four months and we have a whole you know like like the last last one one. (laughs) (laughs) we prepare like a whole song and dance sometimes semi-literally um we've got something like that not quite that because we didn't want to be derivative but we've got something a bit like that for today um what have you brought well i well i mean i thought that we'd probably do you know because so far i mean we've had you know, we've had a bit of an update, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, but we've not. Is there anything else to update people on, by the oh, way? Well, I think, well, there probably is. Like, I mean, we've, I, you know. Started a business. We've approached it with kind of our usual sort of whimsical, yeah, oh detached approach. I love that about us. Um, but I mean, there's been a, a nearly four months. It's crazy. In between the last time that we that we spoke to our, our wonderful listeners. Who seemingly have still been listening. Yeah, our download figures are up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out the fewer episodes if, we do, like, the more people. <laughs> it drives the prices really up. weird. That's okay. Um, you know, we should probably have a, at least a small chat about, you know, some of the specific, like, what's gone on in that time. Oh, yeah. Um, because there's been all sorts. Mm. 
Um, but then, I mean, after that, I've brought, well, I don't know about you. No, um, no. I've brought one, um, one content tweet. Oh, wow. Okay. Along. I brought one Wikipedia article. So between wow. us, we that's, are just that's content. a new way of browsing the web. With your ears. <laughs> Let your ears do the browsing. That could be our new tagline. We bring to you the things you could and maybe have already <laughs> found yourself. Service. That's a huge service we provide. Well, okay. You've mentioned there's a bunch of things that have happened in these four months. And I've got to say, I'm not, I'm not aware of them. For the have you part. not had anything I've happen not, to you? No, stasis, mate. Stasis. Have you just been sat? I've mostly been, you know, time. that time when the tortoise crawls under the cupboard, under the stairs and just sort of sits there for like eight months of the year. Mm. That's me. That's Isaac. Cocooned up there, just like a tortoise. <laughs> in its chrysalis. Cocooned for two thirds you know of the year. When they hibernate, like they turn into a fluid, like a butterfly. No, that is been, weird. That was, me. that has reminded me of, of like, because there's this thing that goes around every now and then about how like, we, we apparently don't know how eels mate. We don't, as in a species. No, yeah. no human knows that. We just that can't be true. We've not got an idea. But And I always thought that it must not be true. But then You could just watch, surely. I was, but apparently we can't. We can't what? see. They won't do it if you're watching. <laughs> no, <laughs> they shy. It, it's like, you know how... <laughs> I'm actually not going to say that. <laughs> but I've decided to... Wow. I've decided to spare that's, you. That's a but, new season so four piece I've of grown. maturity. <laughs> we love to see that. Clicks I've grown. Home. All I'm going to do is I'm going to message it to you privately. Oh, good. Okay. But, um, as long as I still get the No, content. but I was reading a, a thing the other day about how we were entering the kind of three days of pandas being horny. Oh, wow. Is that... Like, hang on. Is that like a year... Do yeah, mean, so they, that? yeah, like they have like three days, or wow. at the very, if not like, if they're not like all on the same schedule, then apparently, you know, most of it, it, that is it. Like they have three days a year. That's it. You get in, you get out, and you hope. Um, but because of this, so um, there was a really interesting bit kind of further down, which is that we don't know how long a panda pregnancy lasts. Ooh. And the the like length is like it's somewhere between like seventy and one hundred and twenty days. That's a big yeah big yeah. margin of error. And apparently, it's just because like it's because even once like the egg is fertilized, it doesn't implant in the wall of the uterus straight away. Wow, so you just can't uterus know. But it's just like it it is amazing to me that there's things like this that we still don't know. Yeah, I'm always like we must someone somewhere's got to have that on a spreadsheet. Yeah, I was at a party recently and there was a friend of mine who's now a doctor there. And whenever I have, whenever I'm drinking, whenever I'm drunk and there is a doctor there, I just want to ask them so many questions about like medicine and stuff. And the one that I traditionally have asked for years is like, is it true (laughs) that no one knows how anesthetic works? Like the function of most general anesthetics is not understood. And he, this time, I've clearly asked him this before because he sort of sighed and was like, I tell you, oh, I tell yes. you something. Sorry, Isaac, I do remember you. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. You're this guy. I'm, I'm actually busy. <laughs> Just threw a scotch and coke over you and walked away. Um, the he answered that they found out like two weeks ago <laughs> prior to this party. There was apparently some paper like published that finally unlocked some like, I mean, it was never true that they completely didn't know. Obviously those yeah. things are always like a massive overstatement, but it was some <laughs> missing. Just like, just wow. Every anesthetist just closing their eyes and oh, pushing. It goes nothing. <laughs> pushing in the plunger. 
just like pay, whispering in the ear of patients like a hypnotist, like, please, I'll give you 50 quid if you stick. Play along, play along. Um, but yeah, apparently that one is now solved, or at least big step of it is closer to well, being solved. It, I mean, I'm not surprised that we wouldn't, we weren't fully sure because there was that. I remember when that film came out, Awake or something, that was about someone who like is conscious during their own surgery Ooh. or something. That one of the stats that was on the poster that I then looked into and seemed to be like broadly accurate was that like one in seven hundred people wakes up. Now that's too. During that's surgery, too many. Which is, that's not right. That's I don't like that. So many people. Yeah. That's, that I'd go so far as to say most people. I'd go so I far don't as know to say much, that's. But... <laughs> I go. I would certainly go so far as to say that that's too many. Yeah, people. it's too many for sure. Um, what would be your ideal number? Like one in eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> one in seven hundred. I'm, I'm not very ambitious. Well, speaking of this, one of the things that has happened in the meantime is that old old Declan here was, <laughs> was in the hospital because dodgy ducks brush with death. We had planned a big return. Yeah, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. We yep. were going to hit you hard with a huge. We had guest stars. Oh we had Delt Quest. We yeah. had all sorts. Which we are going to do. Going don't on. worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, it's over now. No, it's no. A, the that, feet, that, it's, it's, one those, it's a movable feast. Past. It's like you know, it couldn't be done again. Um, but instead, what happened was I had to go into the hospital because mm. I was sort of just a. You know, when you're what I like to call just sort of normal sick. Oh yeah, normal. Sick. When you're just like you're ill. Yeah, uh, just like generalized that, illness. In a way that you might expect to every now and then be ill. Yeah, with like nothing. Because, you know, like normally it, you only would head to the hospital if there's something going on where you're like, oh, that's, that's a bit. I think you. the rule bit. is you should only go to the hospital if there's something sticking out of you. Yeah, well, I remember speaking to somebody when I worked at the pharmacy who came in and said that she was a bit worried because like, and and I'll never forget that the phrase she used was like, I, I I'm very aware of my bones was the phrase she used. <laughs> wow, and I was like, you weird. should never, ever, ever yeah, be you aware shouldn't have of to think bones. about them. As soon as you know you have bones, there's something That's it. wrong. That's game over. You've lost the game. <laughs> like, That's the skeleton's <laughs> pact, is that you never have to think about throw what yourself it's doing for you. straight in front of the nearest bus. Terrible. No, but yeah, like you're right. Like normally, you know, something something's gotta be coming out of you. Mm. Or, or something crucial that should be is not. Yeah, or something's got to be, you know, recognisably the wrong shape. Yeah. I feel like we uh, are very indoctrinated, given our National Health Service, to not go to hospital ever and never use any of the services. That yeah, we it's have. weird because, you know, you'd think that that would be more the case in a place where you didn't get it for free. But yeah. we are sort of, our, our condition... They've got a fiscal pressure not to, and we've got yeah. a real social pressure. We've got the stiff to. upper lip pressure. Yeah, the yeah. toxic masculinity. Well, that's fine because the NHS is all being sold off, so we won't Thank have fuck. <laughs> that's a load off. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to experience the other side of life. Good, good. So, but I I, I consulted a doctor mainly because I, I figured I would probably need some time off work and, and you should have at least attempted to speak to a doctor if you're going to yeah. do that or else they they start to ask questions Ugh. and they were like yeah it turns out you're ill we're going to give you medicine that's the classic doctor experience they love that as far as i'm that's, concerned they go it's um, kind of like old hat at this point yeah doctor what she said was um get yourself a thermometer and if your temperature goes above 38 like probably head to a and e so I, I went and i got the medicine i got the thermometer and then i i went home and I used the thermometer and I was at like 38.5. I was like, well, let's That's give the medicine a chance to to have a go first before yeah. we just sort of give in. 
giving it, you know, the, the good British try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it, it got to sort of like the second round of medicine and it was like 40. And I was like, okay, well, that, that's too high. You know, I know now. that's bad. You shouldn't be seeing the four. Your head should never touch the fours. So I went, I went, I went down to a, I got an Uber and I, I always, I always, cause there's, there are three times in my life and this is the first for myself where I've had to get an Uber to A&E. Mm-hmm. And I do always wonder like when they see that that's your journey, like do, they just- <laughs> do, they, do you think they just hold their breath the whole time? No, just think that's like, what I would do. Oh, come on. Like they're, they're like, I, cause I think that they would rather turn up and see you sort of like holding your arm in a big like Yeah, yeah, they want it. You want to have like a comic out. book or a cartoon yeah. injury. But like I was like just a guy standing a there with a bag and they're just yeah, like, oh, that fuck could be anything. Here, now, here we go. Not just as a, a brief addition to your story, the one time I had to go to A&E in an Uber was with kidney stone pain where it was like, yeah, so painful that I was throwing up and couldn't drink anything. Oh, yeah. It's so I worst. finally had to like go along and it was... We fortunately don't live that far away from a hospital, right? Like it's not. Did you, you know, go? Yeah, yeah, big up. It's it. Well, what a huge place! <laughs> very big, very very powerful. The for some reason it was like the most set of traffic accidents had happened, and we it took so long. And I like my resolve. I I remember the moment, like almost like watching it back as a film that I'm in. Yeah, I remember the moment that my resolve shattered as a, as like the 12th light in a row turned red in front of us you can't and i just that. like burst into tears i was like mate i'm so sorry i'm in so much pain it's not and i was like it's not contagious <laughs> and at the end he was just like it's my friend contagious. my friend it's I fine just can't it's fine just, just lie down just lie down you'll, you'll be fine you'll be he was honestly i wish i'd like had the presence of mind to like take his name or, or leave him like a huge tip. Yeah. Cause he was just so nice. The nicest he person. was just so nice. He like helped me out of the car. To any. Anyway, carry on. My, yeah. Well, my, my guy, I mean, I, I wasn't making as much of a fuss, but I didn't have as much. Of <laughs> um, so he, he, he just sort of silently and, and, and dutifully got us to, to where I needed to go. Then I got into any, and it was weird because they, they had a new system in, in, in place where unless you're the patient, like you can't be in there. Oh yeah. Um, so when I, I when I walked in, I thought it was much busier than than it turned out to be because as I went through the sort of like foyer, it's there was just like a hundred people just sort of stood waiting, yeah. and it turned out these were all people from various parts of the department who were standing having a cigarette. Um, and I went in, and I had sort of you know they give you like a little preliminary check, two like triage checks that that weren't in a room; they were just in in Very the good. waiting room um and then i got this piece of paper that said that when i checked in my heart rate was 200 bpm no and i was that's like too high. that's not good like because i wondered because she said okay they'll give you blood tests and an ecg and i was like an ecg like, that's a funny thing to give me for, for not where my head is and then they <laughs> and then i i like read through this piece of paper i was like oh no fuck so I, I had the ECG first and then I had the blood taken. And let me tell you, I've never in my life had as much blood taken from my body Ooh. as as then. Did you they like had, it or no? There were about five, pardon? Did you like it? Do you mind it? I don't, I don't give a fuck. I, it yeah, doesn't I bother me at all. I actually much. find it like quite interesting to watch. You've always said you feel like you have too much blood. I feel like I'm full of it. Yeah. I'm looking for, you know, Greedy. exciting ways to lose weight that don't involve exercise. And this is one of, <laughs> this is one of them. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and be like trepanned every, every other day. Um, 
but they had like vials and then they had these things that looked like miniature wine bottles that already were for half blood. full with fluid Ooh. which apparently are for like blood cultures for like specific things wow but it was it was so odd it was like you know when you buy uh or if like in like an expensive hotel they have like tiny bottles of alcohol yeah it was like having one of those and they just sort of shoved it into the <laughs> mm, lovely into the cannula in my arm um and then i was sat waiting and a guy called me in and he was almost like a sitcom doctor, this guy, mm-hmm. because he was the master of that face that I, I feel like doctors have lost the ability to realize that they're doing, which is that they're confused, which is always concerning. Yeah. Um, and he just did not hide that at all. So he like called me in and he was like, um, Ooh. Yeah, like, and he was holding. He was clearly holding my ECG up. He was, he was like, clearly googling on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> your <laughs> symptoms. Well, and we have, we, like, we have previous of having these sorts of doctors in my family because obviously when they started looking at my heart and and then they start asking about kind of family history and my dad about two years ago now had a pacemaker fitted. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one of the appointments he had during that, I remember he called me immediately afterwards. To like because he knew that I out of, of all people would appreciate the story, which was that it was one of those ones where they're kind of threading something up your artery from oh. the wrist into your heart. I'm not about that. No, I know. And they were threading up and they were sort of like pushing and then it, it sort of like stopped. Oh no. It just wasn't going. And my and the guy looked a bit confused and my dad went, Well, you know, what's wrong? And he went, Well, we should be able to go a bit further, but but like it's not going. And my dad said, Well, you know, well, what do we do now? And the guy said, um, well, we can just uh, force it through. And I went, okay. And then he went, oh, but that could cause a, a catastrophic bleed out that would lead to your immediate death. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Went, oh, yeah. well, I guess on maybe, balance. Maybe not that one. <laughs> maybe the one that doesn't involve that. And he went, if yeah, we're well, voting. Okay. Like, <laughs> like and, and that seemed to be this guy who stood there kind of visibly looking so confused, looking at this woman going, are you... But the first question he asked me was, are you over 50? Which is an amazing <laughs> thing to ask. Wow. Right. Given that A, like you, you must have seen my file and B, like I'm not the there. best looking guy of all time. <laughs> right. Uh, and my, you know, the kids, <laughs> the kids, the kids I teach have <sighs> once before accused me of being looking more than 50, but no. I don't feel like as a doctor, you no, should I feel like they, I feel like he's done you there. And he sort of ran through all the other risk factors and, and he just sort of went, hmm. And I said, well, like, what is the issue? And he went, oh, it's not really an issue. And I was like, what? Like, don't fuck about. Like, you don't call me in here confused and ask me a bunch of questions because there's no issue. Like, what's going? He said, you've got something called ECG changes. And I said, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And let me tell you, I never, I've never <laughs> asked this question and it received less of an answer for mm-hmm. as long a time. He was like, yeah, basically it's like there's something wrong. And I was like, yeah, but like what? <laughs> like what is wrong? Tell me like how it's wrong. Or he was like, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not good. Like it, it's not right. It, it could, he said, he said it could be totally normal um, mm. or it could be very serious. Um, so if you just go and sit back in the waiting room. <laughs> I'd be furious. Like, right. Uh, he, anyway, we'll, we'll probably get you another one. And he went, anyway, and we'll wait for your bloods. I said, okay. 
I went into the waiting room. I sat down, and there, it's always a balancing act because you, you know, you want to be seen when you're in a waiting room, and it was quite a busy waiting room still. Yeah. But also, once you're seen, like you've got sort of I've been seen privilege. Yeah, and that was the third time I'd been called up in about. 15 minutes people starting to look at you yeah and so you come back Keep out to pet. find another seat and and like half the people are looking at you and are kind of like fucking hell like this guy's this getting guy. seen straight away and the other half are looking at you and like this guy's dying <laughs> this, this, this <laughs> so it's a mixture very, of pity and fury yeah and i i went and i sort of navigated managed to find a seat i sat down and here De- declan De- declan <laughs> i was like yeah and he like he didn't say anything. He just walked over to a door that I had not seen. That above it had the big big sign that said X rays. I was oh, like, yeah. well, that's not good. Like that's <laughs> not that's not why I came in. I came in thinking I just had a really bad fever. Like yeah. what's gone? It turns out it could be anything uh, with any part of your body. <laughs> yeah, re- like I mean, it really did. Now we're checking bones. <laughs> so, so he took me in. I had a chest X ray, and then I I went and sat down again. And I waited two hours and there was nothing. And then after two hours, they were like, it looks all fine. We're probably going to send you home. We're just going to do one more test. And then they did the they one really more test, which that. was another ECG. And they said, you're going to be here for and by a here while. we mean the morgue. <laughs> like, if you'd like to go be... and lie down now, you'll save us <laughs> yeah. the trouble you'd of really locking your 50-year-old corpse. You'd really be doing us a solid <laughs> if you could just go down there. Now, did you, did at this point when they told you that news, did your life sort of start flashing before your eyes? Did you like, did you wonder what, like, if you'd written your will, like, what you were going to leave me? I, <laughs> I'll leave you. I was <laughs> what, wondering if my family would let <laughs> Let you keep enough. I pay back what I already owe you. Um, but I, it was more that, um, I, like I weirdly, and again, like this is this is not sort of like a necessarily massively original observation. I didn't really kind of care while I was in there. I didn't because you when you feel much. is it because you already feel shit. Yeah, I felt like shit, and I was just like, look, uh, you know, either it is really bad or it's not really bad. I just, uh, I'm in the right place. I'm very, very tired. I just, I haven't got the time. It is interesting how quickly, like, you know, we all have, like, a biological imperative to want to carry on living, for the most part, absent mental health conditions. Um, But when you feel, like, when you feel so terrible, it so quickly becomes, like, Nah, I just <laughs> I, I, like, like just let something new happen other yeah, than this feeling. I'm I'm going tomorrow. Okay, yeah. well, uh, you know, at least that means it's I don't need to do Wednesday. Because yeah. I remember, like, so specifically when you when you're like a kid and you see this trope in fiction of like old people being like, "It's okay, son. It's <laughs> it's my time." <laughs> yeah, I'm just being like, no, you would never think that. You would surely never ever be happy to be like yeah i'm i'm done i'll pop off now and yet as soon as you got a headache for 10 minutes you're like yeah it's probably fine yeah no <laughs> it, it really is like that of just like uh you know going in you're thinking oh god i really hope it's nothing bad like, I really hope it's nothing bad. and then even even in the two hours when i was waiting for sort of like chest x-ray results and stuff like that i was thinking like oh Oh, I do hope that it's not this. Like, I just can't. But then as soon as they were like, you need to come, like, back here. Like, we're going to have to do another test. I was like, oh, well, I get to lie down. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a new. I don't have to sit in the waiting room anymore. And they, 
the sort of the fundamental vibe for the next sort of 24 hours nearly was like yeah like you're probably fine like you are probably fine it's just that the other option is you've been dying for months <laughs> and that's really coming to <laughs> and we crescendo. Just, uh, yeah and we just sort of need to make sure that it's not that yeah and every doctor who came in did the same thing of like number one asking what was going on i was like you know, you know what's going on. Like, please just. It's almost please. like they're trying to like trick you into telling them. It's like, well, well, we know, yeah. but like, what do you, what yeah, do you say? Like a police interview <laughs> technique. Like, well, I, yeah. So basically I, I was taking all these hard drugs. Oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck. Like, there he is. Get this man out of here. Um, uh, and then sort of going, yeah. So what it is, is you've got these ECG changes. And every time I said, now, would you be able to tell me, like, what are those? Like, what does <laughs> that mean? And every time they just went, oh, it's what it means is, and like, tell me what it means rather than what it is. And I was like, yeah. I just want it, like, please, please. I told you last week about the doctor who came in, and this must have been like half four in the morning, who came in, said, uh, Declan's it. I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, we're back in a second. And then disappeared for 40 minutes. Nice. And then eventually, after I sent someone to look for her, came back in, pretended like nothing had happened, um, who decided to examine me and then said, <laughs> then wanted to like look down the back of my throat, couldn't see that well, and said, okay, I'm just going to go get a tongue depressor, left the room, came back five minutes later, said, Okay, uh, I haven't been able to find one. Just uh, just hold it down with your finger. Wow. Which, uh, the dignity. Like one hell of a... <laughs> one Imagine hell. if you died in that moment. <laughs> like Squashing like, your own tongue. I may as well have. I may as well Something have. Something in me died in that moment. So they like they eventually, the next day at some point, like, moved me to a ward that, as I said again, like it, it seemed initially like it was a really positive sort of thing. Yeah. In that I was in a real bed. That was quite yeah. nice. Uh, and it seemed like a more positive place to be. Like when you're just sort of out the back of A and E, there is a sort of vibe of like you could just go you're like, already any near moment. The like you could go. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they're here for. Whereas you know you move to a, like a bed, and there were like uh, there were some other guys in there who were kind of bunch of alive, sort guys. of either side of my age who who got discharged within about an hour of me being there for mm-hmm. what sounded like because I was very nosy and listening, pretty much the same thing. As me. And so I, I was like quite positive, even though the guy opposite me was as old as time itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they brought in a man who immediately died. <laughs> I mean, I, that feels like that has the energy of when uh, Monica in Friends starts at that restaurant and no one respects her. So she hires Joey to fire him straight yeah. away. It's, it's like the hospital staff want to remind you that yeah. this isn't all plain sailing. Don't get comfy, yeah. you like fucking... <laughs> The vibe in Ward Four is perked you up a fuckers. bit. Send him one of the send him one of the dyers. Yeah. <laughs> oh hello everyone, we're having a oh! like, they've had they've had it too good for too long in there. <laughs> send in one of the worst, who like immediately died. And I I I would have not really known. I'd have assumed he'd just been discharged. Yeah. Because I I sort of fell asleep after they brought him in, and I woke up what turned out to be like 45 minutes later and they were sort of wheeling him out and he yeah. was like statuesque yeah. with a look of horror on his face. It, he looked, it looked less like he died of natural causes and more like he'd been like basilisked today. Maybe, maybe that was what was wrong. <laughs> but thank God I was asleep. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I was just sort of, I, I was just kind of stuck there for a, a, a much longer time than I think I needed to be in that they were just all doing tests to make sure that I wasn't dying, which is a really funny thing because like, obviously in terms of the care you need, like mm. I, I just, I had a really bad fever, which is, is not nice, but you, you can just kind of like sweat it out in your own bed. It's not, mm. you don't have to be in hospital for that. Um, and so in a way, you know, the staff are sort of a bit like, mm, you know, like he doesn't need as so much attention as, you know, there's an old man who's had a fall or there's, you know, the man who is dying and guys and the man who is dead, like the guys who are just bleeding all over the gaff. But then like (laughs) on the same hand, there's this idea of like, well, also this person may have been dying for months. (laughs) So we have to just be like really gentle. Every time I was like, yeah, like what's going on? They're just like, Oh, Oh, they're just running tests. And then when the doctor comes in, I was like, what test were you running by the way? And I'm going, we're running a test to see if, if you've been having heart attacks for like over and over months. again. Like, we're running a test to see if your heart is dying. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That's, okay. I'll that's just sit here, love. <laughs> yeah. You got a Twix or something to uh, tide me over. Yeah. Sorry. I'll just get back to my book. Yeah. It's all right. I'll just, uh, don't worry. Don't mind me. Goodness. Um, one thing that was, that was good that I've never had before that, oh, I can't recommend enough yeah. if you can get your hands on the stuff. Oh no. And it's it's very no no, it's very low key. It's just IV paracetamol. Oh really? No, I've yeah. never had that. Because like I you know, obviously for a for a fever, like that's one of the really good things. Mm. And they were giving it to me in, in tablet form for so long. And then there was sort of a change of shift, and I think some people got confused. Um I didn't have any for like six hours. And I could feel myself getting hot again. So I was like, hey, like Am I allowed? Because they'd stopped one of the other things I was on. And so I didn't know if they would stop yeah. this as well. And I was like, am I allowed anymore? And they sort of were like, oh my God, like, yes. <laughs> and this nurse came and she went, which could be IV instead. And I was like, oh, okay, like, fine. Yeah. And I had the sort of like saline drip pretty much the whole time I was there. It was like fluids. Yeah. And that takes like forever and makes no noticeable difference, although I'm sure it, it must do. Um, the IV paracetamol, they like plug it into you. And Can you within feel five minutes, happening? it's done, and you feel better. Like that's, that's it. Powerful, like it? <laughs> it's so. It was so insane. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, and they put it in, and then I was like, I, I feel like I could go home. Yeah. I, feel, I feel absolutely work fine. For this heart death thing. Yeah, don't, oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about. It. In classic, uh, to sort of like round it off. Like they eventually decided I wasn't dying immediately because mm-hmm. they let me out. They were Hooray! Like, yeah, sure, you can go, which was good news. Um, and they said, like, but you do have to come back for another of these tests. I was like, when's that going to be? Even even two to three weeks. And then I got a letter about a week later that said, we're going to give you a phone call at the end of April. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got triaged down, yeah. the, down the And path. I was like, I was like, you know, like, again, it's the same, that same thing of, well, I'm glad that it doesn't feel urgent, but I, yeah. <laughs> I'm also somewhat like, you did all make it sound like it probably yeah. should be. It's quite weird, isn't it? So there you go. Like may- maybe I'm fine, guys. Um, yeah. For the most well, you're, part, and I'm you're here, fine. right? Like, and that's I'm, the that's main it. thing. Exactly. That's the yeah. main thing. And if I'm suddenly not, just think well, good things. Well, you'd want me to carry on, wouldn't you? Oh, 100%. Would you want me to replace you with a different co-host or just take it solo from now no, on? No, what I want you to do is I'd want you to go down to just like once a month. Yeah. And instead of it being, I want you to sort of write each one as a script and then I'll just be text to speech. Oh, huge. That's yeah. a big effort though. But I mean, yeah. 
Okay, I'm assuming there's some kind of like stipend being willed to me to like tide me over. Yeah, because those yeah, text-to-speech yeah, yeah. things are quite expensive. Well, well, like all the all the profits of any of those would go to you. All of them. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, you really wouldn't have to like put any towards you know like the Declan Foundation. Oh, fine. Like yeah, I didn't even know, you know that existed. Yeah, well, the Declan I, well, Foundation no, but... for possible heart death. <laughs> <laughs> The po- mysterious possible ailments, possible heart death, and possible just unhealthy lifestyle. <laughs> just, they split Goodness the money me. evenly. Well, look. Speaking of unhealthy lifestyles, I've prepared a little piece of content for us today—a little content nugget only. I don't, guess don't use that word. A little content chunk. Is there a, is there a portmanteau of chunk and nugget that we can make, or is I, it going to be offensive? Say the word chunk. It. Not say the word. Chunk. What about nunk? Anything, anything there? That does feel offensive. Um, I guess what we're doing today is providing people just a little taster session of what That's a Shame is all about. It's about sometimes stories about nearly dying. It's about sometimes weird Which, things we found online. You're not. No, no, it, it, it is about it, that. No, no, because you, you said sort of like, you said it in a way that implied that, that that wouldn't necessarily have been a shame. No, no, it would have been a shame. That's what oh, I'm okay. saying. It all for, well, we cast our umbrella pretty wide to mix a metaphor right okay good good no but i just wanted to make sure because obviously you you would have if you'd have died i'd have i'd have been there at the funeral to say that's a shame like pointing <laughs> oh, at that, the body and i thank you because someone needs to <laughs> and it would have com- it would have brought great comfort to the whole of your family i'm sure like they i could maybe have it. said it i could have like shaken hands each and been like that's a shame you could that's have you could have just got out your phone and played the, the song re- but i'd play a really somber version on the organ <laughs> while they <laughs> they bring your body up the aisle just like they definitely do in funerals <laughs> That'd be really, really weird. i think either way like live or die we should try and make this funeral thing happen we should maybe film that like with a dummy corpse or something oh, find that old man that died and see if he'd be willing to it, let me play just out of interest does it does it have to be mine or like yeah it yours? does it does it has to be because i've already ordered the the portrait where you're like looking happy and, and oh this is an idea you've had for a while okay yeah cool, cool, cool. yeah i've been yeah. working on it there's a jigsaw you don't waste time, the party you? You don't waste time i have found a a phenomenon now it's not a new one but it's one that is very pertinent it's very within our remit as a show And it's one that I feel, I don't know, it might be time to come back to. One of the trends I've been reading about with, you know, the youth of today? Yeah, yeah, too well. I teach. Apparently they reject a lot of this millennial kind of minimalism um, of things like, you know, the AirPod design and things like, you know, just sleek colors. There's a real, there's a journey back to mixing fabrics and textures. I will say, I will say that I do agree with this in some way. Like I do... I do hate when logos get super minimalized. Well, to the point that they're just one shape. Only. Yeah, where they're all yeah, just like one shape. font or like shape. I, agree. I think it's always and, like... And when shape. words get minimalized to the point they're just taking out vowels at random. Like, yeah, I think yeah, exactly. We bang that drum sometimes. Like the, uh, the, the Dylan Moran like joke about people going to a bar that's called Umlaut, except it's not, it's not called Umlaut. It's just two dots above an O that isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good idea. But yeah, I mean, I'm all for this. And what I'm wondering is maybe this return, this kind of like proto analog um, direction that we're going in yeah. might be fertile ground. And I use that word advisedly yeah. for the resurgence of, of this trend. I'd like to introduce you to something called toothing. Um, two things in, as in the, you know, the white bones in the mouth. I remember them very fondly. Um, t- 
two things. I'm just going to, I've sort of taken extract from the Wikipedia page on this. The way I found it was I was just looking as I do. I have a bookmark for just the list of hoaxes on Wikipedia that I read for amusement every Oh day. yeah, of course. Uh, first thing when I wake up. And two thing was originally a hoax claim uh, that, so it, that's important. Let me just, I can't underline that enough. So it it was started true. as a hoax. Right. Um, and the idea was that Bluetooth enabled phones or given the time that this was, it was like 2004 or something, yeah. PDAs, remember those, were being used to arrange random sexual encounters oh, perpetrated what, as a prank. PDA, public display of effect? No, no, PDA back then, it was like personal digital assistant. It was like oh, those people that had, remember those little God. styluses? They were right, right dickheads oh, mostly. Yeah, those people. Got, like, it, was a, it was a sort of like naughty's version of the yuppie file effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What were they called? Palm Pilot or something. Something Fuck like that. Fuck off. And then the Blackberry that came after was kind of in the PDA, in the PDA vibe. Anyway, um, the hoax was created by these two guys. Um, one yeah. of them seems to be called Stee, just S-T-E. Um, so I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Who is the editor of a gaming not. magazine and then a journalist called Simon Byron. They based it on the two Simon concepts. Byron. Good name. They based it on two concepts, dogging and bluejacking that were popular at the time. Do you, now, I know you know about dogging. We all know that you know <laughs> what? a great all deal about too dogging. too well. <laughs> <laughs> Following our, our task forays into, into learning now, about it, I should blue say. Jacking, I'm assuming this Are you is familiar some, with bluejacking? I'm assuming it's a portmanteau of Bluetooth and hijacking. It is indeed, yeah. There and is, what's the idea? I did you, some bluejacking back in the day, that you, <laughs> I have to say. That you jump into somebody's Bluetooth and, and have and sex jack with off. Them? No, the idea was, well, of, of toothing or of bluejacking. Bluejacking. Bluejacking was just the fact that... You mean you know, Bluetooth? I, I know I'm not great, but come on. <laughs> no, with bluejacking, it was just like there were some apps that if you got someone to like accept a file send or something, like right. some Bluetooth request, it actually gave you access to like control their phone. I used to have a little thing on my phone that let you do it. And then the only thing you could do is turn a person's torch on and off. So you could just have someone... worth it. That's it was very it. funny. Like if someone would have their phone on the table and you just start flashing the torch and you get confiscated. I, I'm pretty sure it was just a really popular Reddit thing, but like there was always a thing about like, what's a, a like a harmless prank. But mm. one that I always, whenever I read someone say it, like I thought if someone did that to me, like I would lose my mind was one about like installing something on the computer that just made the disc tray open. I used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, like that it was really good the sort of thing that, I would fucking kick off. Yeah, we had a whole a whole one of the computer rooms in our in our secondary school. We ran a thing that did that, and they were all like out of sync with each other. So yeah, like as one no closed, they do another four yeah. opened. It was really good. <laughs> um, they had to like reboot them, I think. So yeah, basically they started this forum. This March two thousand and four. Cast your mind back where they these two guys between them just must have spent a weekend banging out all of these like fake posts from people in this fictional toothing community about how much they like toothing which let's remind ourselves is a mixture of dogging and bluejack and so so but again like what was it supposed to be it's basically uh well let me describe it to you toothing was conceived as a merger of the two concepts <laughs> dogging <laughs> with bluejacking right yeah uh both of which were frequently mentioned in the uk media around that time and then i really like this on the wikipedia page there's a big diversion just about the history of bluetooth it's like devised by swedish telecommunication company ericsson bluetooth is an open wireless protocol for exchanging data originally <laughs> bluetooth was only intended for wireless exchanging of files between devices but it was later discovered it could also be used for sexual intentions. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what? sexual intentions alone. Word File sharing so and fucking. Those yeah. are the only two things that you it's can really do. It's really good. And so the concept was that over Bluetooth, people were arranging like quick, no strings attached, uh, dogging sessions, basically, without, the, without the car. They never said it was a problem. They just created the idea that it was like endemic in society. And people <laughs> bought this big time. Everyone's doing it. BBC News ran it. The Guardian ran it. The Independent ran wow. it. Wired ran it. Like it, it had traction in a big way. Um, Byron said that he and Curran were, quote, idly messaging about the Stan Collymore dogging scandal and how this stupid yep. sexual buzzword had apparently come from nowhere when they came up with the concept. Quote, we wondered if we could create our own. We wonder a lot of things and rarely push them past concept because we're as collectively creative as we are frustratingly idle. This particular concept was simple enough to outstrip the temptations of grinning. Isaac. Yeah. Is, what? Is this us? Like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound like it. Yeah, it does. Like, it's got uh, big tax energy. We, we've because what I'm saying is that thus far we've not got any of of your horrid buzzwords onto the BBC News. Uh, is it time to start? Pushing it might a be. Harder? I didn't realize. Yeah, we've got to push. We've got to push harder. Push further. Um, I like this bit. He says this particular concept was simple enough to outstrip the temptations of grinning, saying yeah, and wandering off to see what was on TV. Then it just says several newspapers have since compared toothing to dogging, which is such a good weird <laughs> sentence. In toothing, comma, also a great clause. Yeah, a, a Bluetooth device is used to find other Bluetooth-enabled devices when they're a close distance on trains or buses, for example, and then send the expression toothing question mark <laughs> as an initial greeting, <laughs> letting the person with the enabled Bluetooth device know you are looking for sex. But now I know what you're thinking. You're now, thinking, and to be fair, if we're on. talking about the, you know, the parallels with this and dogging, this mm -hmm. is sort of the, the the same as rolling down your window. Yeah, if some your specific car amount. Stopped, <laughs> it means, if you roll it two thirds, it means it, it means, means like one specific. You, you thing. have to offer yeah. touching. <laughs> if uh, one big problem you probably identify, because I know you're a kind of opportunities guy, is like, hang on, what if the sending of text messages via Bluetooth is not possible? Or well, don't what, worry. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's a bit on this. Like, what if the person that you send it to, it would be up for that, but they don't know what the word toothing means? They would know, right? You'd pick it up from context. No, but if please. I, because before today, like, I, if I, someone if somebody, messaged, if someone you that, Bluetooth messaged me saying toothing, no, no, I'd assume they false. wanted to like bite me, not true, or me to not bite true. them. Picture but, the scene. You're on the tube. It's 2 a.m. There's right. no, there's one man. <laughs> and you receive a... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says like, two things. No, no. And you look up and he's if like... If I know it's him, I could tell immediately that... <laughs> if it's him, I could tell immediately that I know that's what he wants. Yeah. Well, I was assuming more that, like, I'm on the bus. It could be any one of, like... 15 people. I think they'll make themselves known. I think I, I, with a, with a I'm rise not with a, or anything, with a slow I'm motion wink to camera. But I could look around a room of people in which one of them has sent the message to thing question mark. And with a hundred percent accuracy, every You're time gonna, point to which pervert. Isaac, are you, you going to mentalize? Yeah, the room? this is the, this is my new show. <laughs> it's a, it's quite a limited it's concept. A new show. <laughs> it's a rip off of an old show <laughs> with a new two thing angle. Um, so if the sending of text messages is not possible, the Bluetooth name of the phone itself can be set to two thing question mark, 
or something else to indicate and, and interest. Th- and what, do, and what, how, what contact do you make then? I guess then people are just sort of <laughs> pleased to know that you're in the vicinity. <laughs> Hoping someone <laughs> is looking to connect to random Bluetooth devices. Someone pointing at their molars. Al- and is also in the mood for fucking. Now, there's a funny sort of sub like plot to this whole thing which i'm largely ignoring because it sounds like bullshit to me where they say that like the point of this hoax was to you know see quote highlight how journalists are happy to believe something bullshit. is true without necessarily i mean, they, checking I mean the facts. no no i mean like 100 they, they are they are but they are, i just but think this is funnier than it is you don't need to invent two things yeah, to prove exactly, that you can just exactly. look at the news yeah very true the concept of two things quickly reached a large audience even in countries outside of the uk this is a really like enigmatic part here. One of the hoaxes made an appearance on BBC Radio 5 Live and a member of the Parliament of the United Kingdom reportedly declared his interest in toothing as a way of meeting women. And there is no source no. for who what that is. What year was this? 2004. It was Lembit Opic. <laughs> we can't, we, <laughs> we legally cannot claim I, this, but my, it, you know, it could be. My it fun be. joke about this is that it was, I think it would be funny to assume it was Lembit Opic. Yeah, that that would be funny to imagine. Uh, how else does he meet a cheeky girl? Do, are you saying that they met potentially via toothing? I, we don't know that they didn't. Did the cheeky girls have Bluetooth? Was that they their must thing? have done? I assume yeah. they're early adopters. I guess they probably were. They're probably sending like polyphonic versions of of all their songs to people. I was thinking about this because I so somebody gifted the history department at the school I work at oh, yeah. a copy of the edition of the times that came out the day after 9-11 wow um which was, was super head- was cool to look through uh well <laughs> it was about something else <laughs> <laughs> two um, things sweeps the nation <laughs> <laughs> um but there was there was there were there were lots of things in it and one of them was a an ad kind of about two-thirds of the way through that took out like a, maybe like a fifth of the page at the bottom yeah there was, you know, it was like the news, but to your phone. And it was like, oh, wow. if you text this number, like you They'll can get, you a, you can get like, like one headline per wow, four pounds. And I was just thinking like, wow, like remember how on the television they used to advertise and you could, you could pay for a ringtone. Yeah. And now really if, I, off, if I hear my phone, I throw, <laughs> I throw it, it at the wall. Yeah, get <laughs> like, what's going on? Here is an extract from the BBC Uh, what they wrote in their article. I'm going to give it in sort of BBC voice. One practitioner is John, a toother living near London. One morning I received an anonymous text message via Bluetooth. He told BBC News, I didn't understand what had happened, but that evening I did some research and worked out how to send my own. Research is such a funny (laughs) one. The pair started to exchange messages on a train station platform. It's like that fucking Noel Coward brief encounters situation. Messages which got gradually more flirty imagine this being a bbc news article eventually she asked me if i fancied a quickie in the toilets at the station we were traveling to it happened it It happened but i never saw her again it turns out she did (laughs) i just love like the sort of defensiveness of saying yeah no it definitely happened we fucked in the station but but we did too if you wanted to know where she was now like you couldn't you couldn't find out since that day john who claims to have had two things success five times has set up a website dedicated to the practice practice is an amazing word but he admits it takes a degree of perseverance. <laughs> Amazing. Also, really uncomfortable 
possibly. They always capitalize two thing. No. It's capital oh, T no. U thing. Like it's a That's concept no in a Dickens good. book, like truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they admitted eventually. There was imagine, like, just imagine for a second, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I mean, maybe it did, but. If this hoax had gone just one step further, yeah. just imagine, as I think you probably were, given the voice you were doing there, just imagine Moira Stewart having to <laughs> having say to talk, Having things. to sully herself to talk about two things. <laughs> God, that would be a real shame. So they eventually came clean and they, uh, when announcing the hoax, Curran and Byron reassured that two things was nothing more than a practical joke gone too far. And despite all the articles, quote, no one has ever ever toothed <laughs> 100%. you can't but, no, no hang on they yeah, can't know that you're right you're right and outside and of Canada, you know maybe the people they they can say for sure that the people that they you know, have the tooths that they arranged mm. the fake tooths they arranged didn't happen but you can't know copycat maybe toothing. i've been toothing all along oh anything you'd like to admit i like? haven't I, oh, okay. I have not and you couldn't prove it yeah. And no jury would convict. Shanna Peterson, a sexologist, disagreed with the hoaxer's statement that no one has ever toothed. I hate, can I just, I'm just going to throw it the in phrase sexologist. I hate, yeah, and I hate all of them. <laughs> uh, they do often have a kind of weird vibe about it. It just, it's not normal. It's like, like I like it, to watch It's one of those things vibe. that I think, you know, it's good that people are thinking about it, but mm. you shouldn't be thinking about it too much. It's simple. Doesn't take a lot of guts and rejection is nowhere as personal. Of course it's popular. Show people a new way through which they have a chance to have more sex Doesn't and they'll take do it. a lot of guts. No matter how much effort goes into it or how meager the results. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, like it, it's a weird situation where they clearly thought they'd started it as a fictional hoax thing, but it has, they've sort of manifested it. They laved it into existence. They, yeah, Multiple say, forums yeah. sprung up throughout Europe, Asia, and America within months of the original toothing posts. People signed up to the forums looking for good locations in their area to tooth and to share their toothing stories with other members. <laughs> it's so good. And this is wild. Well, actually. Uh, can I, uh, like, this is, it is, it is another thing that I like about all of this. It was a thing that I, found really fascinating about the 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 very i can say very extensive research that you did into doggy friday yeah oh yeah i did i did is that a lot of these things the the aspect of it that i find most fascinating is that a large proportion of the interest or the enjoyment seems to be from finding forums where you can share your experiences to, of having you? done this because it's like, like it when you share seems you to be like it's less about fucking an old woman in a after hedge, a car boot sale in a Ford as it does like telling a bunch cars. of people online that like yeah under the name kind of like jizz motor 42 yeah saying like yeah i i fucked an old woman because i met her on the bluetooth because we toothed <laughs> we toothed ourselves silly on on the lay-by on the a37 <laughs> yeah is that the one by the little yeah it is the one yeah, by the little yeah, chef yeah yeah uh, they will close down now, but, but that building serves a that was a toothless paradise back in the day. Um, <laughs> such was the cultural reach of toothing that it was referenced in a whole episode of CSI Miami <laughs> called Killer Date. <laughs> that ended a full year Lucky after this happened, David Caruso taking yeah. off his sunglasses looks we like she him. got <laughs> toothed by this wolf. <laughs> One tooth too far. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. 
It's amazing. Um, <laughs> University of Amsterdam sociologist Albert Benshop researched the hoax. He said two things is, quote, the next logical step in dating and that <laughs> the old game is just adapting to new times. What? What? What was his previous understanding of dating? <laughs> that he thought the next, the next logical step <laughs> was just using an underused aspect <laughs> of phone functionality it's to contact really random people on public transport to ask if they wanted to dick down. <laughs> it's especially funny given that like a full half of the interactions are just renaming your phone to two thing question <laughs> and, mark and, and, and hoping for the best. Your fingers, yeah. <laughs> you may as well just wear a t-shirt <laughs> that's, that's advertised your interest i will say that like toothing is next to indistinguishable from any interaction on grinder oh really like there does seem to be like there's just the weirdest i don't know i don't know how many of analysis we've seen but i tweeted not that long ago about i opened up grinder and i had a message from a guy who'd never ever spoken to me before it was Mm -hmm. the very first message he sent me the message he sent was hey um, I've got a top. That's a guy who does the fucking mm-hmm. for people who don't know, um, who wants to fuck me, but can't host only travels. I can't host. Could I use your house oh. <laughs> to get fucked? Wow. It was sorry. Can I just confirm? Was that the wording to get that, fucked? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, wow. I, I, to be fair, I don't even think that he said, I, I think he literally just said like, could we use your flat? Like, could we use your... Why would... Did he offer, like, money? No, no, no. No, he offered nothing. And I just said, lol. (laughs) Yeah. And he said... Lol, do you know how much rent is? He said, haha, you're close. Mm. And I said... Oh, yeah, because it's, like, GPS. And I said, what... What did you think (laughs) was going (laughs) to be the case? That's a baffling request. You think I was going to... What do you think was going to happen? I was just going to let you in... So you guys. can get fucked by some Towels guy in my there. house while I, what, like <laughs> sit and watch TV and like bring you a cuppa or watch like Watch the what? CSI Miami episode. And he said, and he went, well, if you feel like that, you can join in. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to be a little bitch about it. <laughs> oh, oh thanks. Like, wow. <laughs> well, I feel honored. You can change your phone name to two thing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. Truly, it's the, next logical people, step. the best. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever said this on the show, and it, it's worth bringing up now. Is that the best version of this that I've ever had? That I can imagine probably translate is an attitude that translates to toothers. I would mm-hmm. imagine. I've never met any, but um, well, you don't know that they walk uh, amongst. Well, us. <laughs> I've never. I never met any open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud and proud, They're clandestine bunch. But this was. It's like really early on in my days of using Grinder, and I got messaged by a guy. And his opening gambit, his first message to me said, come round to my house mm-hmm. and stand on my head while oh, wearing fuck. your trainers. Wow. And I said, um, what would I get out of this? <laughs> and he said, pleasure. And I said, it's presumptuous. I don't find that pleasurable. <laughs> and he said, then stop wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. This is an efficient man. He's got one thing on the mind. Truly, like, an amazing, like, there were seven messages sent in this conversation, and four of them were yours. (laughs) Like, Stop fucking me that, mate. Are the trainers on or not? Except, 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. I, they're in the wash. I can't, there's nothing I could do. Love to help. Ben Shop added that toothing is, quote, just like picking up people in bars, but without the silly, time-consuming conventions of decorum that people are obliged to keep to these days. This is much more direct. You both know what you want. So he did kind of like, he, he is connecting like the, the old world of dating with the yeah. new world of dating apps. Like in a way he's not. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Um, he also sees it as a way for people to satisfy the need for intimacy. As long as it helps people out of loneliness and gives them more to enjoy in life. I think it's a very good development. So Ben shot really the lone like voice of the Defendee. positive aspects of two thing. Um, the last thing to say about the topic is just this very short quote from the university of Bath psychologist, Linda Blair, not probably right. the same one. Um, <laughs> I assume unless you really hope, pivoted yes. and she, she just has like this quote I just included because it has such a, it, it's a lot like the tweet we were just talking about, about boss baby where like, she clearly has like one drum that she bangs yeah. and spends her life. This is a big presumption, but it's what it sounds like connecting any issue to that particular like bug. Bear. Yeah. 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 And it's it. got this funny kind of like, like, I don't know, Linda, but this quote has this really funny, like reactionary quality to it about toothing. It's very short. She said, the practice of toothing is down to the human need to take risks. I think we protect ourselves too much in modern society these days. And risk is a human need. We need motivation and toothing provides it. What are you going <laughs> <laughs> to do? Like, who's that aimed at? What, I don't know. Like, what's like, who going to do? It's sort of what's aggressive. the interviewer going to do? They weren't <laughs> gonna doing do anything. They were just asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> just like the fact that you would take toothing discourse to to say like, oh, kids should play outside more. It, yeah, well, it's so <laughs> we're funny. Coddling she, our participation she like, trophies. <laughs> she likens toothing to like jackass. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is toothing. Here we go. <laughs> just a very he's, quiet, he's silent scene of him bus. changing his Bluetooth name. So there we go. That's two thing. And that's the kind of fun dive into, into the past and the future and yeah. the internet and the world that you can expect on, on TAS. I think we've got one more content uh, well, yeah, before it, we're out of here. It was a very small thing um, that I got sent by my friend and flatmate, Mark. Oh, yeah. Don't um, which I, I'd somehow managed to miss in, you know, because there's the thing about when you go on Twitter. Yeah. Loads of tweets. So there. many tweets. Yeah. It's There's loads, and it's very difficult to read them all. Hmm. You don't always have time, even if you have a disgustingly um, high kind of screen time as, yeah. as I do. I um, but this one, he said to me, uh, and it's you know, like I don't, I don't really know what avenues Mark uses to access the internet because he doesn't have any social media. Yeah, it's quite kind. interesting. I always so wonder how he, Mark knows about stuff. Yeah, well, me too. And so whenever he says like, "Oh, did you see this?" and specifically, "Did you see the tweet?" I'm always like, "Where did he find hmm. it?" Um, but he said, "Did you see the tweet about Jack Nicholson being a nudist?" Oh, right. And I had not. Me neither. So he sent it to me. Um, and it was, it's a, it's a screenshot from an interview that he did with Playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, there's so much in it. It, it. It's a very short, it's a very brief kind of like couple of quotes. Mm-hmm. There's just one real like back and forth, but there's so much in it that I just find fascinating that I thought I'd, I'd bring it along and see what you yeah, thought. And it, maybe it's like, you know, they do that radio four thing where it's like the thought of the day. Like yeah, this is, this is this is sort of the thought of like the day. we might not have all the answers to this quote, but maybe the yeah. the listeners can meditate on it and send us some emails, and they can thoughts. think, you know, do they? What are their thoughts on? Yeah, do they agree? 
pros and cons like are they are they on board yeah. are they not that's really good that's interactive um, yeah so the, it starts with a quote from jack nicholson i once decided i would get over being self-conscious about nudity so i did an experiment i decided to wear nothing i lived here in my house as a nudist it was summertime so warmth wasn't a problem that's nice. it's good to get the practical aspect yeah, out of the yeah. way first right it's pra- practical chat we call them I did it for three or so months in the 60s. Wow. Once I decide something, I, do, I don't I do do it partially. So when I did this, I was nude no matter who came by. That feels like it could be problematic. The Playboy interviewer said, who did come by? Jack Nicholson says, all kinds of people, full stop. You're Roger right. Corman came by and didn't like it much. I don't know who that is. Now, Roger I Corman is a director who was, and, and I, I, I didn't know who he was either, he has been called, quote, the Pope of Pop Cinema. Wow. <laughs> he, directed, he directed The Little Shop of Horrors and The Pit and the Pendulum and House oh, of wow. Usher, like lots of stuff. Um, lots of Edgar Allan Poe makes, seemingly. Yeah. Um, but what I, it's one of my favorite things that people do where they said, he said all kinds of people. Roger Corman came by and didn't m- like it much, but he doesn't then mention anyone else. Like yeah. Roger Corman's well, the only already, person. He came by and he hated people. it. Like I said, lots of people... <laughs> I wasn't throwing my wang around or anything, but it startled him nonetheless. Throwing it around, and then detachable, uh, um, and then I think one of the one of the more troubling boomer wang. You no, <laughs> no you, carry on, carry on. You're gonna have to edit that. We'll out. get past it. We'll get past um, it. My daughters understandably didn't like it. Oh, which now I didn't realize when he started this that that was no, like he's thing. buried the lead there. If I had an interview with you, I would have done it nude. I found it very comfortable. Playboy, did some visitors embrace it? Did some join you? And this is the end of the Playboy's interview. Playboy's so is, horny. Which I think is the, the, the best part. Jack Nicholson. Harry Dean Stanton loved it. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get over and be nude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thrilled. Which is like... it's A, t- it's a one, proto-toother. Yeah, it's one thing to have someone who like was into it or like didn't mind when they yeah. came over and you were nude. And another person who was like ringing you like, yeah, is it, can I, can I just does, come over? Does and... Harry Dean Stanton know he can be nude? He could himself? be nude wherever. I guess <laughs> he could if be you nude, had the choice to be naked be at home wants, by yourself like... <laughs> or with Jack Nicholson, Hollywood icon. He can maybe... only be naked if Jack yeah. Nicholson is watching and is also naked himself as well. Wow. Well, yeah. that is a lot to think about. There's a lot, like... a lot to take away there. And thus endeth the lesson, and with it, the episode. And what an episode it's been. We've covered Declan's death. not Well, not quite death. Uh, we've covered two yeah, things. A brand new phenomenon sweeping the nation. Start early, start soon, start often. And we've covered Jack Nicholson's uh, proclivities. In yeah. the, When was this? That, was it recently? That was the Long 60s. Time ago. It was the, the 60s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they were all Everyone was doing it in the 60s. Yeah. Weird to think, yeah, that was 60-odd years ago, so... Yeah, best not to think about things at the time. Um, This is, perhaps if you're a new listener who's stumbled upon this, well, that's odd. I don't know how you did that. Congratulations and welcome. Yeah, very well done. This is a little taste of the the variety. Some shows focus on one thing, and I tell you what, they do a lot better for it. But (laughs) we cast our net so broad as to be almost impossible to determine what is and is not our remit. And boy, does it cause branding issues, but we soldier on nonetheless. Yeah, and that's our commitment to you. Yeah, absolutely. To keep on soldiering every three months uh, or thereabouts. (laughs) No, no, no. We're going to try our best to keep it going on the reg. No, 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 no. 
we're, we're going, going to do it. We're going this is big Yoda it. energy. Do or do not do. There is no yeah. try. Famously said that little green goblin, Yoda. And like like that shriveled old frog, we're going to do and and not try. We're not going to try. We're just going to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and what we'll be doing more specifically than that is an episode of Big Bad Books next week and then an episode of That's a Shame the week after, just to remind you of that schedule. Um, but in the meantime, we do a lot of other content that you might like to check out. And it's hosted on a big platform uh, that Daddy Jeff owns called Twitch.tv, specifically forward slash Shame City. Why don't you just give people a little lowdown of what's going on over there? What can they expect? Um, <clears throat> and when can they expect it? Um, streaming. It's the streaming of games, of yeah. fun, of yeah. frolicking of a cyber nature that takes yeah. place over there. Um, and it takes place in, you know, for us specifically on a Monday to a Thursday mm-hmm. from about 9 p.m. Yeah. until about 11 p.m. Sometimes longer if about I'm feeling generous. generously there. It yeah. could be earlier or later in either regard. But and it's very so good, isn't much- it? Oh, it's so We have good. a great time. We have a whale of a time on there. I was oh, streaming. I finished a whole game in one stream about an old lady farmer who didn't have enough time to farm. And then she died. And that oh, was the end. no. First our goat died. <laughs> then our baby goat died. Then was... a wolf made off with all our chickens. And then she collapsed. Can I just ask, was that supposed to happen? Or were you just not very good? I don't know how many endings there are, but it didn't seem like there was much I could do. <laughs> you're a avoid. pro gamer. so if It's you're... like The Sims. They always die. Like, yeah, right. It's a one-ending situation. <laughs> the kids get taken by social services because yeah. they never they never go to school on time. Um, They're always get sent themselves on the bus. And then the dad sets himself on fire with the cooker and the mum can just watch because her like, first aid skill is not high enough. Yeah, it's not just flailing. I, And you don't... A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. You don't want to get involved if you only know sort of yeah, half. Exactly, because you can make it worse. You can yeah. make it worse. Leave it to the experts, uh, even if they're post-mortem in their arrival. So that's over at twitch.tv slash shamecity, Monday, Thursday, 9 p.m. Uh, UTC. Um, or you can go shame.city slash twitch if for some reason that's easier for your little mind to store. We've got, as well, if you wanted to keep track of like when this shit's happening, a lovely Discord server. Oh, the atmosphere in there is delightful. There's some wonderful people in there. Much Beautiful better than us. Folk. Much nicer. Than us. Much friendlier, kindlier, much less liable to tooth in some of their cases. Oh, definitely. Um, and that's over at shame.city slash Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, well, welcome to 2022. It's where we all <laughs> chat now. Remember Skype? Remember MSN? No more. It's Discord. That's Discord. Uh, I had someone use it. in my life use the word Skype, the verb Skype, That's a shame. to mean Zoom the other day. Like, oh, like we'll just Skype it, and I was like, Nah, what you are won't. you? They're old. That what's person happening. No, and they, no, but this is it. They weren't. But the thing is, like, they might not you? look it, but they're old in there. Oh, cool. I they've see. got old they're, bones. They're Benjamin say. Buttoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you'd like to share this show with anyone, and I, you may notice a certain tentative quality in my voice because i truly can't imagine why that would be the case <laughs> or who but is our target audience here but we're not if here you know to a shame. couple of freaks then <laughs> shame.city the yeah shame.city slash tas will link them to all the stuff to do with this show tas or shame.city slash books i think for the big bad books feed um and if you haven't checked out big bad books You've got one week before we carry on on there, so you can catch up with Ready Player yeah, Two. It's been be quite good. a journey so far. That's a good show. There's no two ways about it. They, no, that that one's really good. This one, take it. This leave. one's, but yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be mad if you hated this show. We no longer. Like books, we've told our before. families we've stopped doing this one. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> deleted my mum from the Patreon. <laughs> um, 
that's about all, isn't it? We've got some Twitters, I suppose, but f- I never use them. <laughs> what is it? Shame City, Shame City Gang. Gang. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the, probably the, the best one to go to. And and of course, as ever, like yeah. as ever, if for if you are truly mentally ill mm-hmm. and you want to give us any money, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash Shame City. And at some point, you'll some be able to do that again. Because biggest we'll have, value. <laughs> we'll have stopped being ashamed of <laughs> the lack of content we offer <laughs> and opened it up again. Yeah, we, we're doing our annual retooling of the Patreon to make it a bit more inclusive of our other works because we, we contain multitudes, I think it's fair to say. We and really the Patreon do. was only reflecting tasks. We want to make it Big Bad Books streaming Declan's new Two Thing documentary series uh, on, on, on the World Service. Finally, gang, um, word of mouth. It, it's back and it, and it is still the best of mouth i've checked i've checked with my sources so if there is anyone you'd like to spread the good news of uh shame city too you then tell by all means by all don't means, be ashamed don't be ashamed don't shame. be ashamed until the next episode which will be in two weeks for tas or one week for i've been isaac you've been i i've been declan tooth them up a storm gang oh it's good to be back bye bye Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Necessities of life will come to you.